with the best brand of football in Idaho, this is the 8-Man PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in. It is the season finale of the Idaho 8-Man PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, where we are breaking down the 8-Man game week in and week out. My name is Brandon Bainey, back after a one-week hiatus, and we are joined by the only member of the panel who had perfect attendance this season, Coach Lane Kirkland. Hey, congrats on the Gold Star Award. Hey, thank you. Maybe I'll put my name in a drawing for a free car or something somewhere, right? <laughs> we'll see if that made the budget. Uh, I, I have a feeling Kingsbury's going to tell us no. <laughs> oh, come on, Paul. Yeah, it's been a blast. Yeah, we've really had a lot of fun uh, talking to you and so many other coaches throughout the year. We had Stetson Spooner on the last couple of weeks, the head coach at Mullen St. Regis. But for the final show of the season, I thought it's only fitting if we bring on another coach to help us break down what happened over championship weekend. I'd like to welcome in uh, the 18th year coach. I believe 17 of those 18 as the head coach. From the Butte County Pirates, your 1A D1 state champions, Coach Sam Thorngren. Coach Thorngren, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Now, Coach Kirkland, earlier this year on the prep cast, just dropped a small crumb, and we didn't really dive into it too much, but now that we're, you're both here, I want to hear about it. Coach Kirkland, you said something about like you and Coach Thorngren worked the summer job at Craters of the Moon or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I was a ranger out there at the craters and I joined Sam. He was in the booth or in a lot of other places. And uh, I remember many times getting kicked out of the uh, the lunch area to go back to work because uh, we were pretty busy talking football. Right, Sam? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there, always any free moment we had, we were just getting ready to move from uh, 11 man to eight man. And I, I wouldn't quit bugging them there. Yeah, we had a lot of good uh, good memories working out there and, and talking football. So, so uh, Coach Thorngren, what what made you guys pick up the off season job? Well, I I did that out of high school. That was my first uh, job. I would do every summer when I went back to college, and then it I just never left. I I loved it out there so much. I still go out there quite a bit. How did you get roped into it, Coach Kirkland? Well, they, they started this new program called the Teacher Ranger Teacher Program, and I was kind of hired to be uh, to do some uh, some work out there, some studies put together, some programs for uh, secondary students and that kind of thing. So I uh, just thought I'd give that a try and, and gave people tours to the caves and stuff, and uh, it was really pretty fun for a summer. met a lot of people. And if you thought these guys were good football coaches, they're damn fine park employees. Am I right, Coach Thorman? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made people keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, what's that, Lane? Go ahead. We look so good in that heavy denim green, too, right, Sam? <laughs> oh, gosh. Luck luckily, it wasn't hot out there, so you never sweated, sweat through the green and gray and everything. And, yeah, being on the middle of lava all summer. <laughs> oh wow well uh, we could have a whole show just about like non-football stuff because you two of course uh have very interesting lives and it's been a very interesting season both you know with uh, amazing stories and then also you know tr tragic stories at butte county yeah. this year coach Thurman. have you ever had a season like this where there's been so many ups and downs on that roller coaster oh not not even close it was I mean, it was special in so many ways, hard, 
I mean, just, just everything. It, boy, it was some kind of year. I can't even explain it, but it, it worked out great in the end, but boy, I don't know if I could handle another one like that. Yeah. You definitely put, put a few more gray hairs uh, on the odometer this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a reason why he's wearing the ball cap. <laughs> I think, I think probably the biggest obstacle you had to overcome was coach Kirkland poking around your sidelines in the semifinals, right? <laughs> uh, we love having coach Kirkland there. I've been to his practices in uh, November also. So, so we're, we're used to that. You know, we used to we used to get together in the summer, uh, Sam and I, and we'd scrimmage our teams to prepare for the season in late July, and that was always a lot of fun to to know what he had up his sleeve and things he could teach us. <laughs> and we had a good relationship there. We never played a game against him, but we scrimmaged uh, in, in the regular season. But we scrimmaged a lot in that July um, yeah. month, and uh, had some good times there. Not till last year we played. He beat me, and then he left, so I could never get him back. <laughs> run fast, baby, run fast. <laughs> that's the that's the real reason he hung up the ball. He didn't want yeah. to come back and face your pirates this year. <laughs> so yeah, so Coach Thorngren, tell me a little bit about that because you are you're pretty open about you know what you're doing at Butte County. You're willing to scrimmage other really talented teams to to give yours. Some coaches hold the cards really close to the vest and they don't want any information about their yeah. team getting out there. You are a breath of fresh air as somebody who's in the media. Cause <laughs> you know, anytime we have a question for you about your team, about your players, you always respond right away. Where did, where did that philosophy develop from? Well, a lot of that is, uh, you know, who saved me when I was coaching was, uh, a, uh, Dwight Richens. He was at, uh, Shelly at the time and he was so open and forthcoming with me on everything. It just kind of made it easier. Ultimately, it comes down to what the kids do. So if you can see a good team, play against them, talk to them, and there's always something to learn out there. And, uh, you know, you expose yourself to all those teams. It, if you learn your lessons right, I mean, it can only help you in the end. It, and there's a lot of lessons to learn from great coaches like Lane and Dwight and, and the Jack McKelvey's, all, all those guys. Yeah, it's really fun to see the fraternity and the brotherhood that develops among uh, coaches, but especially uh, Coach Kirkland. I feel like the eight-man coaches are even tighter than some of the eleven-man coaches. I, I agree a hundred percent on that. You know, having gone to Missoula year after year to the eight-man football clinic since uh, the eighties is when my dad went there and introduced me to it um, when I became a coach. Uh, but we are tight. We share a lot and. Uh, even during your, your semifinal game, Coach uh, Hasselstrom from from Prairie was texting oh, me saying, see, I told, you, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it is a, a tight brotherhood and a bond between all of us, and it's respect. Yeah, so many great coaches out there uh, in, in Idaho uh, coaching our, our young men and women in the eight-man game. Coach Thorngren, uh, you challenged yourself with the schedule, of course. Uh, you played a lot of good teams this year, and that helped prepare you uh, win the championship. And uh, talking about the fraternity and the and the tightness of this eight-man community, I think that really came through after what happened with Dylan Waymeyer. You guys were playing Kendrick uh, at a neutral site game in Middleton. Before we get to you know Dylan and, and his journey, uh, how did the game with Kendrick come about? Because uh, Kendrick had a hard time getting opponents on the schedule. They had a lot of teams back out, commit to playing them, and then say no thanks. Um, so kind of take us through that process of talking with them and getting that game set up. Well, uh, 
we really kind of lucked into it. I think we'd put the message out. We were looking for games. The, the previous two seasons, we uh, came up a game short just for, for reasons, you know, and that's an eight man. It happens. I mean, teams don't have as deep rosters and you could get a lot of kids hurt or kids sick or kids in grade trouble. And all of a sudden you go from having a solid team to being in trouble to even field the team. So, uh, we were fortunate enough that we were both in the same boat and we just decided to meet in the middle. And, you know, it's, you know, that's, that, that is a great team. Those Kendrick Tigers that, that really helped us in the long run. I mean, you learn a lot more from playing those good teams than, than you do anything else. And coach Kirkland, the feeling I got was that was the one game this year where, you know, Kendrick had a relatively easy time with just about everybody except this Butte County game. Now, when the game was called, they were leading by a couple of scores, but um, this was the one time coach Kirkland, as we were watching it unfold, that we were like, Oh, Kendrick might have to sweat this out till the final whistle. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and those are fun games after you've had three or four seasoned openers, you know, to get yourself going, you share that film openly with one another, then you come together and you battle it out. It's almost like a pre championship game. Uh, in 2010, we, we had the same scenario and we scheduled the Peronigate Valley out of Alamo, Nevada, who had won 103 in a row. And I think we were the number 48 victim, but we let it halftime and learned a lot from that and, and went on. So, uh, the, you know, it's a good good uh, to have some of those things on your schedule to learn. Yeah, I think Oakley beat that Peronigate Valley team a couple of years ago, so they weren't afraid to put them on the schedule either. So, so Coach Lerngren, you're at you're at the Kendrick game, uh, and of course, Dylan has this medical emergency where he's he's on the sideline and he collapses. What what do you remember from that moment? I'm sure it it went by in in a flash. Oh yeah, it was. You know, we were we were having this. You know, it was a great. It started off kind of a lousy game, and then we we got down twenty and came back and got within two, and we were all fired up. And you know, we had uh, they ran back, kick back, and then we go down and drive to about the ten, and uh, we airmail a snap, and then uh, they get to go down and score. And it was about that time. I just remember some commotion on the sideline, and I'd looked over and I'd seen him start to before he went down kind of seize up and it i mean you're just heart drops and you're thinking no 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 because you know it's just that that was our concern from the the get-go just it, it was a scary situation it was like the worst possible thing you could think happened and at the time as he went down i was literally thinking i might not ever coach again i, I don't know if i could get over it so yeah and of course, from there, Dylan gets taken to the hospital in Boise and is continuing to recover, but in great spirits and and doing doing really well. So um, I think what gets lost in the shuffle a little bit, Coach Kirkland, is obviously Dylan is an incredible young man, um, but he's he was also a heck of a football player, too. Right. He was an important guy to this Butte County team. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that was uh, extremely hard for him to. Uh to watch him this sideline, but uh, his role changed, you know, life changed and his role changed. And I think he took that on uh, that role, that new role on very strongly um, uh, leading his team from the sideline and to, to watch him hold that trophy the other night <laughs> touched my heart. I thought that's it right there. That's it. That's, yeah. why, we, that's why we do these things. And, uh, and it's a story. 
So, Coach Thorngren, when did you know that Dylan was going to be able to attend the championship game in person? Because it was up in the air. Uh, you know, we uh, one of our writers, Jason Chatra, wrote a great story about you know Dylan and his recovery, and I think he had talked to Dylan on like Tuesday or Wednesday, and it was still kind of up in the air. You know, was he going to be able to make it uh, yeah. to Pocatello to watch? When, when did you know? Uh, well, first of all, that was a great article. I sure appreciate him for doing that. Uh, we I talked. I was talking with his mother on Sunday night, and so we talked about the possibility. Possibility. We knew there was a good chance. But at the same point, that could fall apart at any moment. So we didn't know for sure, literally till Friday that day, that he was going to make it for sure. Yeah. And what what was the team's reaction when they saw him there and knew that, okay, our, our brother is here to, to support us? Oh, they, they loved it. They had a little bit of an idea because uh, one of them, a couple of them went over on Sunday when he got out and we're, we're with them. So they had an inkling it could happen. And he had guaranteed us, heck, during the year he kept, or while he first got in there, he kept telling us he was going to show up and play in that game. And uh, we were like, well, we don't, we don't know about that. You know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll try to do our part to get there for it. But, but after that, we were, it just meant everything in the world to see him. If you know the kid, he's just tremendous. Uh, I thought he'd be a great coach. I wanted him to take over for me, but he's intent on being a veterinarian and he'll be a great one. Yeah, that's uh, incredible. Uh, coach Kirkland, you had talked about earlier this year on the prep cast, uh, playing for a higher purpose, right? Playing for a, for a teammate. Uh, you went through something similar at Cary, right? In your coaching career? We did in 2010, uh, a young man, I believe he was a freshman or sophomore. Um, a Hannaford boy, Austin Hannaford, was killed in a, a car wreck on the early morning of, uh, I believe it was October, maybe it was November, I think it was November, and uh, early November, and we, we our, our seniors just took over for the rest of the year, and, and he was our cause, and uh, when we went over to play Garden Valley at, at Eagle High School for the championship, we were all in, and uh, it was a, an emotional and spirited uh, game, and we, we played for his his loss and, and for our win. So. so obviously as a coach, you are trained in leadership skills, but coach Thorngren, nothing prepares you to deal with a, a serious emergency like that. Uh, how, how do you go about trying to be there for those kids and continue to be a leader and a mentor, but also kind of be a, like a counselor almost. Oh, that it, it's hard. It's really hard. I mean, uh, well, we had a lot of ideas of what we wanted to try, and it was really the kids, the seniors, his buddies that got together and made up their mind what they wanted to do. So we just really had to listen to them. But but mostly we were really in tune with checking in on the kids every day and asking around and talking to our leaders on the team, you know, tell them, let us know if we hear anything of people. I mean, there's some kids, you know, kids, adults, everyone that really had a hard time with it. It was it was pretty touchy just for weeks there. And, you know, it's it really brought us all together, but boy, it was, it, it was hard because it, first of all, you realize there's things that are a lot more important than sports, but, but the way it brought us together and like you touched on, we playing, playing with a purpose is a powerful thing. And I had no idea until this all came out. It's, it's just something you, you have to witness to believe and understand. 
Yeah, it's pretty incredible, Coach Kirkland. We look at these 16, 17, 8-year-old kids, and sometimes they surprise us, right, with their maturity oh. and, and the way they can step up in an emergency or a crisis. They teach us a lot, for sure. And uh, that's that's a, a bonus is us giving to them. But I think they get more back to us as we, we hear their stories and their emotions come out and, and their levels of commitment and maturity come through in, in big games and in life. So it's, it's a great, great uh, accomplishment, Coach Stormer. For sure. Thank you. They were, they were something. <laughs> I mean, this is a special group of kids. I mean, let's talk about it. First state football championship in school history. How does that sound to you, Coach Thorngren? Well, I thought it happened about 15 years ago. <laughs> it, it took a while. It's a, it's, you couldn't happen to a better group. And we've had groups that got close, you know, and we learned a lot of lessons along the way. And I think you have to go through those lessons. But uh, it, it still doesn't seem real. I still need to actually sit down and watch the game. I'm afraid I'll watch it and the outcome won't be what I remember, but, but uh, yeah, they're, they are something else. And I mean, the communities, they're just, I don't know if those kids realize just how well they are going to be remembered as being part of the group that brought the first one. Uh, are, is there a play or two that stand out in your mind vividly? Like you said, you haven't gone back and watched it yet, um, but is there a defining, player moment that sticks out to you uh well the fumble returned right before halftime i think that's probably the most iconic play in butte county history right now so so that one really stands out and then if it wasn't that one it was honestly after we answered the their first score as we went right down and and matched it you know that was pretty big we've talked all year about how we respond to things you know we don't mope we don't do anything we we get over it we move on and we respond and so I think that was that was the most important part of the game, just to make sure we showed we were we we were there and we weren't going going away. Yeah, Coach Kirkland, that Oakley team is no joke. You've seen it up close and personal. Obviously, Coach Thorngren has as well. And they did. They came out right away and and took it down and scored. And I thought, oh man, we're going to be in for a battle all night. But just uh, talk about this Oakley team a little bit too, because they were they were going for a really unprecedented four state championships in a row, which is really hard to accomplish. And I know there's going to be a lot of disappointed Oakley fans, but I think you have to take a step back and look at we had a, an incredible season still. Yeah, let me let me touch a little more on Sam's thing, and then I'll turn to that. Okay, but, uh, sure. Um, Coach, uh, Coach Thorngren uh, talked about uh, stepping up there and responding, and that that's great coaching. Um, not, not a lot of good teams with the best players understand that concept. And I think the best response I saw in that game was when the uh, Razor ran a million million yards down there and it got called back. And then the next oh. play, wham, Archibald's cruising on the other side of the field. That's response. That's poise. And you're, if you're in a championship game, you got to have poise. And uh, they learned that throughout the year. That, that's great coaching. Um, and I, I saw that all night there. It was a good response. Um, onto, the, onto the Oakley legacy. Holy schmack. That's a lot of uh, – Chances at a title, a lot of consecutive uh, wins in a row, three in a row. Um, those are wins, uh, not just participation um, in a state title. Um, I, I coached in five state titles in a row. I won the first two and lost the next three. That That's, that's a great accomplishment as well. But to go for a fourth win in a row is, is an amazing feat. Um, it's tough. It's tough to go back to back, let me tell you. 
it's a it's a whole different journey the next year with new kids with different leadership with different schedules injuries and whatever it is it's an amazing feat but to double that and to try and go for four is is really says a lot about a ball club about the coaching about the kids and about their their desire to uh to get four rings and uh and do something that no eight-man team has done which is to win four we've had three two sets of three now but now we're going for a fourth and uh, Oakley's had a great run um, I don't I didn't think it was their time uh, the other night I think it was Butte County's turn but uh, nonetheless Oakley has had a tremendous run and, and I don't think they're done but uh, uh, just a great effort from that that Oakley club that everybody was trying to match for the last four years oh yeah yeah, yeah. go ahead coach Thorngren oh yeah that's like coach was saying, I mean, the odds of it's hard enough to just get to one, let alone win it. And then three times, I mean, that's, that takes everything. That's talent coaching, you know, a little luck here and there, but I don't think they get a lot of luck. They pretty much make their, their luck happen. They're a great program and they, they played hard. There's, you know, we always kind of lose, lose perspective there and, there might be some disappointed fans from Oakley, but what they accomplished was so incredible. There is nothing to, to hang their hat about. I mean, they, that it's just one, the difference of one game right there. And they were right there. You know, every team in Idaho, pretty much every program had loved to trade positions with them. Yes. And I think we have to remember the same thing as we kind of shift from the 1A D1 championship to the 1A D2, where Kendrick, of course, beats Camas County 68 to nothing. They fall four points shy of tying the record for most points in a championship game. Coach Kirkland, do you know who's got that record in eight man football? 72. I don't know. I thought it was 66 at one time with Salmon River. Someone must have broken. Yeah. 72. I don't know. Yep, 72, and it was from the 2014 Prairie Pirates, I believe coached by well, Coach Hasselstrom. Yeah, that, that team was great. Holy crap, they were good. Yep, and so that's the thing to keep in perspective. Uh, you know, I did a lot of Kendrick games this year, and I said, hey, just remember, you know, Team X, Camas County is a great team, but Kendrick is an historically great team, and so – you know, there's a lot of disappointed Mushers fans, but at the same time, they also had an incredible season. Coach Thorngren, if you weren't having to prepare for your own championship game, I would have asked you to be the, the on the broadcast because you actually <laughs> saw both of those teams in the regular yeah. season. Canvas County oh, yeah. and Kendrick. Yeah, they're two tough teams. I'll tell you what. I mean, it's it, you know a good team when you see them, and there's no doubt when you face either one of those teams that they were the real deal. So it's – you know, it's Kent Kendrick, like says, just an amazing team. And I hope it doesn't take away from Camas County season because that that team did some special things and they were a bunch of tough kids. And boy, it's it, it's kind of hard for them because it's it's hard to be so good in a year. There's a team like that out there like that, that Kendrick. But but that's the breaks of life. You know, life, life isn't always fair. You just make the most of it. And and those kids really did. They sh they should be proud of what they did. The coaches, the, the community, all of it. It's uh, you know, it's it's more than just. It's about trying to win. You know, whether you win or not, sometimes is out of your control. You just do your best and accept it and learn and move on. That's right, uh, Coach Kirkland. I was talking to Coach Zane Hobart from Kendrick pregame on Thursday night before the championship game, and I said, you know, what are going to be the keys? 
to, to victory for Kendrick. And he said, we've got to keep Troy Smith between the defensive ends. If he gets to the outside, could be a long night for us. First play from scrimmage for Camas County. Troy Smith gets around that D end, runs for about 11 or 12 yards. As a coach, you just got to be pulling your hair out, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're you're worried from the first play going, oh, we practiced not to do that, but here we go. <laughs> yeah, he did that to us too. <laughs> so right off the bat, I know what they did. So. <laughs> Yeah, you've seen that movie before, huh? <laughs> yeah, they they do a great job at double team in the end there, and it is tough to stop. You got to make an adjustment on it. And that's exactly, you know, we talked about, you know, good coaches respond, and I'll tell you, after that first play, Troy Smith didn't get around the end uh, again mm-hmm. the rest of the night. They kept him bottled up. Now Tyson Tupper, you know, broke free a couple of times, but they, you could tell, their focus was stopping Troy Smith, and well. and they executed it to a T, obviously. So. Oh, he's the real deal. And then his brother scrambling around at QB, he, he gave us bits for a half there where we just, we really struggled to contain them. And yeah, they're just two, two really great players. Yep. Uh, so coach Thorngren, the big storyline now is of course, Kendrick will be going for four championships in a row, but they're, they're moving on up. They're, they're coming yeah. into your, they're coming into your territory uh, next year. They're going to move up to what will be the new two A classification. Yeah, I think we should just put them in 5A. (laughs) (laughs) No, they'll be good. They will be, Kendrick will be just fine. They got talent, coaching, they know what it takes to win. Uh, They, they, yeah, they lose a lot, but they have a lot of kids that can play. Their, Their younger group was good too, and they got some juniors that are ready to step up. I'll be shocked if they're not one of the last teams standing in in division one next year, or I guess next year we're called two a, right? Yep. Two a. So, uh, and then on the flip side of that coach Kirkland, you know, I've, I've asked a couple of coaches at what's going to be just one a next year, previously known as one AD two. And I said, you gotta be feeling good that Kendrick's leaving. Cause that kind of opens the field for everybody else to finally take a shot at it. And a lot of coaches told me, yeah, you know, we're, we're losing Kendrick, but, but we're getting carry back. And so to, to <laughs> us, that's kind of an even trade. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> um, a, a lot of our, our, our kids are excited about that, but uh, sad nonetheless because of the, the Division One has been so competitive and fun to play in. Our, our community and our coaches, even myself included, really enjoyed that uh, adversity and more adverse uh, games and for preparation um in the d1 league but uh such the numbers say and such as will go (laughs) definitely and there's no easier path i mean it is tough no matter whether you're 2a 1a wherever you're playing there's going to be good teams uh standing in the way you guys talked about this on the show last week a little bit but i wanted to touch on it again coach kirkland uh that game last thursday was the final game for rusty kramer the camas county coach uh retiring after eight seasons on the musher sideline i know he's somebody you've battled with a lot over the years um that, that's going to be a tough guy to replace down there yeah him and, uh, and dallas smith have done a, a great job there um picking up at, at camas county and uh you know, they both graduated from Camas long ago, um, played hardball in the 90s, 95, 96, 97 years. I think I remember those guys and uh, fierce warriors and, and giving back to the community um, uh, by coaching through uh, with their the Kramer boys and then the Smith boys. 
Um, I don't know if Dallas is going with uh, Rusty or not. Do you hear any of that, Brandon? Yeah. You're good. Is, is, is Dallas going, is Dallas uh, stepping away as well? Oh, I haven't heard that part. Uh, that okay. that part I'm not sure about. But uh, anyway, Rusty's had a, a, a good career there. He's always had good ball clubs and uh, always taught his kids to uh, to be very physical. Um, sometimes a little overly aggressive here and there, but uh, that's that's uh, Cam's style of play, and it's got him a lot of places um, into this this championship game. And what a great uh, what a great way to go out and uh, do his very best with the the best team that he's had. And uh, like Sam said, they need to hold their heads high and just say, hey, we got there because that is half the battle is getting there. And then and then finishing is just uh, is just 48 minutes of a lot of interesting things happen. But uh, congratulations, Coach Kramer. You've had a great career and, uh, and good luck uh, in your next adventure. Yeah, I, I second all that. Yeah, Coach Kramer, he was he was pretty relaxed before that championship game. You know, he was wearing blue jeans and a T-shirt, looked good. I was like, man, I, I wish I could get away with wearing uh, jeans and a T-shirt up in the booth. But oh, he's been putting off some surgery too. I mean, he's been hurting all yeah. season. He's he he needs a break, but but he has did a tremendous job there, and I'm sure they'll they'll find a way to pick up and move forward. And he, he probably won't be very far away where he'll help out when needed. So it'll be interesting to see, see how everything changes there and who steps up. Yep. It'll be interesting. And Camas County does lose a lot of seniors to graduation, but um, they do return two of three starters on both lines and coach Kirkland. That's, that's a good place to bring some guys back. <laughs> that's enough to start. You bet. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we're kind of putting the finishing touches here on the 2023 eight man football season. It's been a fun journey. It's been a fun, uh, ride all throughout coach Kirkland. I wanted to ask you which team was the, like the most pleasant surprise to you this year, maybe a team that wasn't on your radar in the preseason, but as we got to doing this every week and you started, you know, looking at everything going on around the state and, and figuring out teams that were good and, players that were good was it was there one team that was like a pleasant surprise for you this year you know i'd never heard of logos other than track yeah. and uh, i really thought that they they did some great things up there and uh, and took it as far as they could until they met uh, the, the pirates there but uh, that's a great accomplishment another great start they'll be back and uh and uh, we can all learn some some pretty cool things from logos oh yeah we, we uh yeah i agree with them i mean we you were looking ahead to this season. That wasn't one of the teams you were looking at, and it didn't take till like week two or three. Pretty soon, you're really asking around the state for favors to get film on logos. So uh, yeah, they they took a lot of preparation. We'd worked on them. We'd started working on them weeks before, just here and there, because it wasn't one you could just pick up and teach in a week. You had to be you had to be ready or be a little bit familiar with it. And our our kids did a great job that week. Uh, I think we're actually playing them. They're on our schedule next year. We're going to probably meet in the middle somewhere and play. So, and that's you. You want to play those teams because that's that's the only way you'll get familiar with that that style of play. They're they're definitely interesting and and uh, they had some great players. Their fan support was amazing. I mean, they they traveled. They they're really into it, and that's a program to watch in the next few years. What what they do. Okay, you heard it here first. Butte County Locos, be on the lookout for that next season. That'll be a fun battle for sure. Yep. I think the team that was the most pleasant surprise to me 
was a team from East Idaho, uh, Water Springs, the one AD two level. Yeah. You know, they were they were kind of out of sight, out of mind all season. We were talking Rockland and North Gem. Those look like the two teams that are going to be you know getting the playoff spots. And then Water Springs comes out and and beats North Gem, and that to me was kind of yeah. the first eye opener. And I was like, wow, these guys have well, quietly been doing business all year. You do know their coach is a Butte County Pirate. <laughs> oh, Coach Coach Reamers, uh, I didn't know yeah. that. No, <laughs> yeah, he was a couple of years older. Me in school, we talk all the time during the during the season. So, yeah, they always do a great job. That that I was pretty happy for them. They did have a great year. Yeah, you know, they didn't quite make the playoffs. They lost out on that three way tiebreaker by two points to Mackey, which was another pleasant surprise yeah. this year. Yep. Also, but yeah, it was really fun following those two Water Springs and Mackey this year. Had some really dynamic players, so that was kind of my pleasant surprise. Um, this season yeah and they do it with not a lot of kids on the sideline i don't know if anyone understands how hard that is to go into play each week with only 12 or 13 guys that's that's scary and that's impressive that that they can do it yeah for sure uh so coach thorngren when the playoffs first started and we looked at the brackets uh on on the eight-man prep cast uh off air when the when the show ended we all uh will henneke who is traveling for Thanksgiving. Otherwise he would be here tonight. And then coach Kirkland and myself, we all made our championship game predictions. This is way back. Before oh. any, any of the first round games had been played. And I put the, I put our picks away in the vault and I've pulled them back out. I'm really interested to see how, how spot on we were or how wrong we were coach Kirkland. So <laughs> yeah. Let's okay. Let's start with will. This is what will had. If you can see this. Kendrick over Rockland, Logos over Butte, Coach Thorngren. <laughs> I'm canceling my subscription. No. <laughs> uh, I think I think Will just wanted to go with some uh, you know, against the grain picks there. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, he was uh, Rockland and Logos both were semifinal teams, so he definitely yeah. was pretty close uh, there. He he knows his stuff. He does a great job, and that that logo site. I mean, you you prepare for them. You we thought we had an idea until you actually get the kids out there and see what they do. I was I wasn't comfortable until I got to see a series or two of that start to play out. It is a funky offense for sure. It is it's yeah. tough to, to defend. Uh, Coach Kirkland, your picks spot on. Kendrick over Camus. Butte over Oakley. Nicely now done. Two for two. It's like he was a coach or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Another guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, coach, uh, you know what they say. Uh, people that aren't smart surround themselves with smart people. I went with the same picks. Kendrick over Camus. Butte over Oakley. There, there you go. Oh, there that is go. awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> well done. That yep. that's why Will's not on the show. I know it. <sighs> <laughs> yep, he was the low man. He got he got voted off the island. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll we'll send uh, Will's losing uh, money funds over to you guys. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> for sure. Okay, one last uh, fun bit of business here before we wrap up for the season. Coach Thorngren, we decided to bring back. Uh, Will had done this in the past. He had come up with the all eight man uh, names. You know, we're, we're going to pick the oh. coolest names from each, you know, across the state. It's eight man football. So eight slots for our all name team. 
We have filled seven of the eight. We've got to get, we've got to fill the final slot tonight. And so I'm going to present a couple of choices to you guys. And we're going to figure this out. Uh, one of your guys made the cut. Yeah. You know which one? Chalupa Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Now, which guy's that? Chalupa Batman. Well, that's actually Thomas Razor Rifle Duke. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Razor Duke. How did he get that nickname? Well, I don't know. I'm really good friends with his dad. I I keep asking him, and I get a different story every time. So (laughs) I think I know where Thomas came from, but Razor and Rifle somehow. I, I love it, though. He's a great kid. Yeah. It's awesome for sure. So yeah, as a reminder, here's who made the team. Razor Duke from Butte County. Uh, we had Bass Myers from Clearwater Valley. You know, a oh, kid perfect. along the Clearwater River named Bass. Yeah, you got to have that. Um, Lucky Matt from Lakeside. We did <laughs> We did Lakeside's homecoming game uh, on IdahoSports.com. He, he won the homecoming king at halftime and then had a scooping score for a touchdown on defense oh, in the second half. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, he was a lucky guy for sure. So lucky Matt from Lakeside. We had uh, number four was Crash Taylor from Castle Ford. That's a guy oh, Coach yeah. Kirkland knows pretty well. Old Crash. That is a great, great name. <laughs> uh, number five was was a carry kid, Madden Perks. Yeah. Madden. Anytime, anytime you got a kid named Madden, right? You've gotta, yeah. You got to put oh, him on the team. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see i'm trying to remember off the top of my head i, sh- I really should have written these down uh we- oh yes got- they they got several and there's always a cameo kid in there somewhere <laughs> yes uh number six from kendrick rally roads sender wow yes <laughs> Try saying that five times fast. Uh, yeah, you, you're as an announcer. You hope he doesn't make a big play if you're doing that yeah. game. He did. He came in and caught a couple two-point conversion passes in that championship game. So, yeah, we were busy. Uh, but anytime you got a kid who can rally to the ball, like rally, yep. I mean, you got to put him in there. Uh, and then our, our seventh guy uh, is from Notice, Rocky Sauce. Oh, I love it. <laughs> a team with a guy like Rocky, they can't lose. That's right. All right, so I've I've got three choices here for our final slot, and do you guys got like a piece of paper in front of you somewhere and a pen? Oh, let's one? see. I can do this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to present three three choices. We're going to write down what we what we think it should be, and then we'll do process of elimination. So here's here's what I've got. I'll put them up on the screen. They're going to scroll across the bottom like it's an ESPN ticker. Uh, I've got Rusty Hatch from North Gem, Trevor Corn from Garden Valley, Sway Stanger from Murtaugh. Those are our three finalists. Those are those are all really good names. So Rusty Hatch from North Gem, Trevor Corn from Garden Valley, Sway Stanger from Murtaugh. So write down A, B, or C, guys. You got your selections in? Yes. Coach Kirkland, you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Hold up your choice. Okay. I chose A. Rusty Hatch. <laughs> I, have, Coach I have C. I can't get it in the picture. I chose yeah. A. Oh, yeah. I like that one, too. I like Sway <laughs> Stanger. It sounds like a tough kid, but Rusty Hatch is pretty great. 
Yeah, swing to it all the way, both words. Yeah. We used to have a guy here in Arco named Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> he would have made it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so congratulations. A late audible from Coach Kirkland and Rusty Hatch from North okay. Gem is our final selection to the all name team. Uh, congratulations. You win nothing except, uh, you know, kudos here on the prep cast. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, uh, before we wrap up, uh, Coach Thorngren, uh, again, just kind of revisiting, you know, everything that happened with your team this year and and Dylan Waymeyer. Uh, how amazing was it to see the outpouring of support from not just the Arco community, but I know Wes Jefferson really oh. helped out and donated uh, Raft River. I mean, schools from all over, far and wide, really stepped up. Oh yeah, uh, Grace. You know we're we're bitter conference rivals, and they stepped up big, and they they did a lot for Dylan. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, but I think we probably heard from every school in Idaho, and just, I mean, just everybody banded behind him, and I think we all kind of just put ourselves, try to put ourselves in that situation, and uh, yeah, you just do what you can. I mean, the way people stepped up and communities i mean just everyone was was so great we could never get through the list of everyone and everything that they did to help out i mean i'm i, I wish we could i really do just because people are so amazing but but it's uh it's inspiring and it i mean it just makes you after seeing what they did you, you hope to be able to pay it forward someday and Coach Kirkland, uh, that GoFundMe that that Angie McAfee started, uh, the original goal was twenty five thousand. You know, we're almost to forty seven thousand raised. That is like almost double the amount, and that's not even including. I know there were donations um, and fundraisers outside of that GoFundMe as well. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty incredible, Coach Kirkland, how the state of Idaho comes together. It's a, it's a great place to live. Uh, it's, a, it's a tight state. Um, lots of respect uh, coming through the game of football. And, and I think the, certainly is a, a, a character or, a, I don't know, a, a tribute to Butte County and to Coach Thorngren and the respect that they have for you and for your, your program. Uh, Brennan, what you didn't see, and I didn't see this either, but my, my kid came home from Rexburg today and he drove through uh, Arco and there was a parade going on. Coach, can um, you tell us what that was all about? You got to share some stuff there because that I thought was cool. Yeah, we uh, yeah they th they threw it together pretty quick. It's it's been something every day this week, but uh, but today they did a parade. The football team went through there. Uh, each class was on a different float or truck or whatever, and we went down Main Street and then onto the high school gymnasium so we could sign the banner and raise it. Our first football championship banner. And even uh, Dylan actually was on his way back to Boise tonight. He made it through afterwards to, to get to sign it as well. So so it's it's been a pretty special day. It still feels surreal. You know, I'm going to do my best to watch the game tomorrow, and I'll finally accept that it's, it's really happening. But but it, it's been some some kind of time, some kind of ride. I, I really need the Thanksgiving break just to sit and think about it and put it all in perspective, really. Yeah, there's there's no better time, you know, to uh, reflect uh, than when you've got a couple of days off and are able to process. Because I'm I'm sure you still haven't really fully realized we, we, uh, we did it. We went out and accomplished it. Yeah, it 
boy, I didn't sleep for two nights. And yeah, I've, I think coaches everywhere just right after the season's over, they spend a couple of weeks wondering what they're doing. It's hard to get back in a routine after three or four months of, of all that. And this season of all of them, it, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to reflect on. Uh, Coach Kirkland is somebody who's won multiple state titles. Does it get any easier or it does every single one give you this same feeling of like, wow, I don't know where I'm at and I don't, I don't know how we did it, but we got her done. It's uh, each one is different. Each one is special. And as each you knew your approaches, you'll have a, a sense of what that taste is like. You're so your players, so your community. I think, I think you'll see your players in the off season train even harder. And uh, I think that they'll, they'll work together. That unity that was talked about in the, in the story there that was written and the, the comments that you made about how it unified your team. That's the key. Um, leadership and unity is the key. And once you've tasted that and, and seen that amongst your team and your players in your community, you always want to try and refresh their minds and get that back the next season and ride all the way through. And, and your leaders will be different next year. But uh, once you've tasted it, you, you want to keep drinking that drink and, uh, and spreading the love and then doing your very best. And, and it'll be another great journey for you again next year. But congratulations, Coach. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, hopping on the Eight Man Prep Cast. <laughs> by by far the biggest celebrity we've had on the show. So, <laughs> oh, you got Kirkland every week. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, Co- Coach Kirkland, you talked about it. it was kind of a weird season for you, right? This was the first time in a long time you weren't the varsity coach. You were still involved, though. You were coaching junior high, and you took up cross country this year. Um, do you do you get the itch or are you are you good are you content with where you're at you know i got the itch uh, in november and i thought oh man what what's going on here i'm i'm missing something even uh, like the last month every day at school i've walked the practice field wondering what what the heck is going on i, I walked it friday thinking man i should be on a bus headed to uh to isu coaching a championship game but uh the junior high was, was good medicine for me. This podcast has been the greatest medicine to be able to associate and, and to, to share some of the things that I've learned, some of my experiences, and to mingle with great people like you guys at, at Idaho Sports and other great coaches across the state. Um, this has been good. I, I feel really good about my decision. Still really do. And I uh, don't see myself coming back in the high school ranks. But uh, I just enjoyed sitting back and watching things take place. And gaining a, a greater respect for all that uh, was accomplished in the past and watching what's took, taken place. And there's always still more to learn from great coaches and great programs out there. And I, I just look forward to, uh, to watching that take place and, and contributing where I can. Well, thanks, uh, Idaho Sports, for having me. Um, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be able to, uh, to speak to the state, honestly, about eight-man football and share some things that, that I feel have been important and, and to uh, – talk about other programs I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to. But well done to every coach out there, and congratulations to uh, our final winners in the Kendrick Tigers and the Butte County Pirates. Thank you, Coach. Yep. So every every coach, it's always a one-year contract, and the school board always renews it, or you know, most of the time renews it. And when you know we get to the spring, Coach Kirkland, we'd love to have you sign another one-year contract with IdahoSports.com. You, yeah. you, you County's only forty miles away. You can make that drive and help us out next year. 
Football has a way of bringing you back in. You know you can't get away. We'll stop and chat. You bet. <laughs> that works. Uh, all right. Well, thanks everybody uh, for tuning in all season long to the Idaho Eight Man Prepcast. We've had so much fun talking about these these great young leaders in our communities across the state all season long. We're going to go into off season mode, um, but we will be back again next season. Check back around August. That's when it'll start up again. And um, until then, you know, there's lots of great uh, other content we've got at IdahoSports.com. We've got basketball coverage of course wrestling our idaho mat chat prep cast is going to be starting up here uh probably in a couple of weeks where we just talk about wrestling every week i know a lot of these eight man guys wrestle too so um you know we'll be talking about all those great athletes and there's always something going on at idahosports.com but for coach sam thorngren of the state champion butte county pirates <laughs> and coach lane kirkland perfect attendance here on the eight man prep cast all season long for one final time i'm brandon bainey thanks for tuning in everybody on idahosports.com enjoy the off season